So, hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nabell, and today I'm speaking with Judith Zavala on Pleiadian Light Language. Judith is a channel to various cosmic and angelic energies. These angelic energies express themselves in various forms such as tangible physical vibration or in the form of sound either through light language or chanting. Judith currently teaches energy healing by connecting people to their multidimensional selves in a modality called Blue Light Synergy. She currently heads a team of light workers in a project called Recovering the Kept Knowledge to connect people to sacred psychs and anchor specific frequencies and retrieve ancient knowledge that's now available for those to wish to receive it. And she currently lives in Mexico. Hi, hi, Judith. Hi, Steve. Can you just say something a bit, a bit about your journey, about how did you arrive teaching light language? Oh, my. Um, okay, well, my journey... Uh... I think as a child, there was nothing extraordinary <laughs> about me. Right. You know, those special children that, uh, those indigo children that pop up all the time. Well, I wasn't any, <laughs> anything like that. I, I, was, I wasn't special at all. Huh. Um, and I think uh, I began this journey when it was probably about four years ago when I, uh, the, the way I was meditating wasn't working for me anymore. And... Uh, I decided to find a new way to meditate. And it was actually the 1111 portal. And on my Facebook feed, light language channeling popped up. But I didn't know it was light language. It just said Pleiadian 1111 portal meditation. So I just started listening to it. And I had no idea what light language was. But this channel he began to say, okay, I just want you to relax. I just want you to uh, listen. You're not going to understand what I'm saying, but it doesn't matter because the energy speaks for itself. And I was like, "Mm, okay. Hmm. So I just lay down and I began to listen. And when the first words came out of his mouth, everything changed forever. Hmm. The first words he, he began to channel were tamai, tamai, tamai. And as he's saying these words, my heart chakra just opened up and I, I was fascinated by what I was listening, but I didn't understand it. And it was a, a meditation that was about probably, I don't know, 40 minutes long. And somewhere along the middle, I began crying and I was just crying my eyes out and I was trembling and I didn't understand why. And that was my introduction to light language because I had never heard anything like that before. I began working with this gentleman, organizing events, and mm. I, in all honesty, I never thought that I would be doing the same type of work. I, there was, I had a, um, a misconception that people that did this were special in a way, and that was uh, something that I needed to learn later on, that we all have the ability to do this. Mm. Everyone has the same ability to connect with their multidimensional self. It's just some people do it before others, but but we all have the same ability. So uh, this is how, actually how I, I was introduced to light language. And after a while, I somehow just something clicked inside of me and I could just feel the the light language wanting to to express itself through me. So one day I just sat down and uh, I remember the energy was starting to flow and I just opened up and I spoke to the energy and I said, please express yourself through me, whatever it is you want to express. I am am here, 
I'm open to it. And all of a sudden, I just started speaking. The first words were kind of rusty, <laughs> but hmm. but after a few minutes, it, it just started flowing. So it was so natural. It came so natural to me. But um, yeah, the beginning was it was kind of rusty and it was kind of weird, but it was an amazing experience. We're all familiar on the Earth plane with languages, spoken languages, but light language seems to be something very different. Is it a form of universal language? What, what exactly is light language? Uh, for me, light language has evolved in so many different ways because the more I am in contact with my multidimensional self, these aspects of myself that I hadn't had the opportunity to explore the first, you know, 30-something years of my life, I've been reconnecting with all of these aspects. And every time I reconnect with a new aspect, my energy changes. And this energy that's coming through me, this multidimensional self, is also in constant change. So this verbal expression of the vibrational frequency that is coming through me through my multidimensionality has also changed over the course of time. And for me, this the light language is just a verbal expression of an energy that is present. Light language, actually, this vibration can be translated through practically everything because I've also worked, when I, when I do sessions with people, uh, people sometimes carry implants. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. implants. And um, so when I'm doing these sessions, I can actually translate the vibrational frequency of these implants into sound. And for me, light language is actually just the, the verbal, you know, the physical, the verbal expression of a vibrational frequency that's coming from my higher self. You know, we can actually translate any type of vibrational frequency. Yeah. But the light language specifically is coming through the higher realms. Can I ask you, Judith, in terms of implants, when you talk about working with implants, I guess there are positive ones and also negative ones, aren't there? For me, um, positive and negative are so mm, ambiguous at this point. Mm. Because at the beginning, when I began working with spirit guides, I was afraid of implants. That's, that's the honest truth. When I would find an implant... On, on my head or in any, any part of my body. I remember the, my first reaction was to be afraid of it. And uh, spirit guides, my, my Pleiadian spirit guides, with time, they tried to explain to me that the implants, just as dark entities, they function as a way of containing a human experience. Mm. To contain the uncontrollable expansion we would have you know, into the light if there was nothing containing this. Hmm. So in order for us as human beings to have different types of human experiences, because that's what we're here for, we have, we're here to have an array, a wonderful array of, of experiences. And these implants and dark entities control that they contain an environment so you can have a specific type of experience. Hmm. You know, and once you've grown out of that experience, automatically these implants will be removed or these uh, dark entities will be removed. And, you know, you go into another part of your evolutionary process and then you'll have other other ways of containing the experience because there's a wide range of um, implants. There are some that, some that are very, very, very controlling. And there are other implants that are that are 
sometimes can just simply assist you, you know, but you have all this variety. So throughout your human experience, you're working with a variety of implants and um, dark entities that are, you know, so it's, it's part of the experience. It's part of the human experience. Yeah. Can you say something about the Palladian guides and other guides you're working with in this work? Um, well, uh, spirit guides in general, my spirit guides, but well, this is, this happens to, to most people. We will have different types of spirit guides along our journey, uh, depending on which part of your evolutionary process you find yourself in. Yeah. So in my case, I've had several type of Pleiadian spirit guides and at the beginning I couldn't see them. I couldn't hear them and I, I couldn't feel them, but I knew they were there. Yeah. So at the beginning, I just, um, I started, I wanted to have a relationship with them, but I wasn't sure how. So I started doing what I did with my plants. You know, I think we most of us have plants at home. And once you, once you have a relationship with your plant, you know, you talk to your plant, you have a relationship with your plant. And eventually even the plant, even if the plant doesn't talk to you, you, you kind of get the feeling of what the plant needs, you know, if it needs some water or if it needs more sunlight or you, you get that feeling. That's the type of relationship I began having with my spirit guides. And at some point, you know, it just started growing and I could, I, I would come home and I could feel them and I could feel where they were standing or uh, I could feel the ones that were, uh, I don't know if I went to the supermarket, they would come with me, you know, it, and they've just, they're just these amazing, loving beings that I have given me so much. And I'm so grateful, and I always say this, that I would be lost without them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I would be without them. What is, what is the impact of, of light language on people or, or who receive light language? Light language can be used in a variety of forms, um, in a variety of ways. For example, sometimes uh, when people show up either in group sessions or one-on-one -on -one sessions, they, can, they, they come for so many different reasons. They can come because they have a physical illness, they come because they have an emotional process, they're in the middle of something uh, hard that they're going through, or sometimes they can come for activations. I do not know. Personally, I have no idea why they come to me. Mm. But once, once they're laying on the mat and their spirit guides show up together with my spirit guides, they will tell me what this person needs. You know, but uh, until the moment that I'm actually connected with their energy, I have no idea why they come to me. So once they're there, uh, light language will usually come up in different uh, for different reasons, either to help remove entities. Mm. Sometimes we need to. Um, how can I say this? Sometimes implants aren't working properly. And the, these people, spirit guides, know that this person still needs the implant and, the, and they tell me not to remove the implant, but to clean the implant because a lot of density has, has um, condensed around it and it's not working properly. So sometimes light language can be used to, to balance that, uh, that energy. Or sometimes, for example, Hopi Indians show up and they start creating this um, the circle around the person to protect the, the person uh, from any entity that does not belong because the, this person's auric field is so open when they do soul integrations, you know, when they connect different parts of your soul to your human experience. Hmm. So you become a very, very open 
you know, open light and the Hopi Indians come and they begin to chant and they begin to create this circle of protection. So nothing, no, no dark entity, you know, that does not belong can, um, can take advantage of that situation, you know? Mm. So mm. there's so many reasons why light language might appear. Sometimes light language comes in because it's time for them to remember their lineage and these, th their soul family, these Pleiadian, uh, their Pleiadian family shows up during a session and they begin to talk to them with this Pleiadian light language. And people begin to cry because their, their, their soul, something just clicks inside of them and they start remembering this Pleiadian family that they have, this lineage that they have, this connection to the, to, to the stars that they have. Mm. So there's many reasons why light language uh, might show up during a session. Do different star races have different types of language, light language, or do the Pleiadians have their own unique form of light language, or is it universal? No, 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 no. There's so many, um, just imagine, so many di different types of energy, so many different types of frequencies in the universe. You know, just it's. I think it's even really hard for our brains to grasp the size of the universe and mm. the amount of energies and frequencies and light beings and that can be out there. So in, in each one of us carries this unique fingerprint, this unique energy, this unique vibrational frequency and fingerprint. So when light language shows up, it's, it, we are the filter in a way, you know, I am the, 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 the filter, but the, it, because they don't speak there, there's, these Pleiadians, they don't speak. They don't have. They don't use words. They use energy. Mm. But in when it when it comes down through people, since we do speak and we do use words, it is a way of expression. It, it, it's a way of expressing this energy. For example, sometimes people work with different uh, colors in energy. It's the same thing. It's it's it, it's a visual manifestation of a specific vibrational frequency. Symbols work the same way. Light language can also be written, you know, in the form of symbols, and it's the exact same thing. It's it's a speci it's a visual representation of a vibrational frequency. But there's so many vibrational frequencies out there. Now I know you do one-to-one -one sessions and events. Can you say something? You've got an event coming up in Ireland in September, a light language workshop, and you've got these one-to-one -one sessions of light language. Can you just let people know about that? Um, yes, of course. Thank you. Uh, we're going to be in Dublin on September 8th and 9th, and it's actually a two-day workshop. Day one, we work with light language. We work with connecting with our multidimensionality. We have an exercise where your spirit guides will come down. We create this portal, and your spirit guides will show up so you can begin to have this relationship with them. Why is this so important? I, I can't emphasize this enough. For me, spirit guides are so important because they are the ones that know the path that you have chosen as a soul. And sometimes, well, our brain cannot see that, but they do. They, they know. They can see the big picture. So when we create, we, we have this relationship with them, this energy that comes, that, that's consciously going back and forth, they can be of so much help to us. And uh, they are part of our multidimensionality. Sometimes people's spirit guides are just a Pleiadian or a cosmic version of themselves in a higher realm. 
And sometimes people don't know this. You know, it's simply another aspect of them. And and when these you, when your spirit guides are simply another aspect of yourself, you are channeling this energy, and they are they are channeling this energy through you. So when you're you know when you connect with this energy, if you want to work with light language, if you want to be a healer, this can help you so much. You know because you are working with them in a conscious way. So we begin to work with our multidimensional self and then we work with, with light language, trying to allow ourselves to express this vibrational frequency that's coming through us. And then the next day, uh, we have a blue light synergy workshop, which is working with this multidimensional energy in different ways. We do not use quartz crystals. We do not use symbols. We just use the light language that we use, that we learned the day before, that we learned to express the day before. And we work with Pleiadian and angelic frequencies. And we work with our hands and we learn to remove densities. We learn to remove implants and we learn to anchor new frequencies. We learn to work one-on-one with people and in group sessions. And there's so many aspects to working uh, with group sessions and we try to cover as much as we possibly can during uh, during these two-day workshops oh and we also have group sessions in in ireland do check out your website onelightsynergy.com there will be a link with this podcast going out and judith has agreed to lead us through light language uh, meditation so i'm going to pass it over to judith okay great thank you okay okay well the first thing we want to do is find a a spot you can be comfortable in if you're sitting or laying down it doesn't matter just get comfortable and we're going to begin taking deep breaths if you can try to inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth and every time you exhale Let go of anything that does not belong to the present moment. Let go of all of your worries. Let go of all of your thoughts. And we're going to ask our spirit guides, we're going to ask our higher selves to have the best, more expansive experience that is available to us at this present moment. And we're just going to begin to feel the energy that's going to be surrounding us. I'm going to focus on our hearts. If at any given moment during the session, we begin to feel physically uncomfortable, mentally or emotionally uncomfortable, we simply recognize this emotion, this thought, this discomfort, and we hand it over to the energy. If it's coming up, it's because it's something that is inside of us that needs our attention And this is a great opportunity to just let it go.
We continue to take deep breaths. Nea Lerateestatekenastalajahe, Nesta teja tehe, nesta teja tehe, Hopare Hegitastayatenastayate Hei Hemorate Netastayate, 
Retate esta nenaja. Umalere ya te ya esta nenaja. Eta esta nete ya he ya nejesta ya te esta ya he. Oparete na esta nenaja. Oparea esta nenaja. Oparea esta nenaja. Hoparea hasta neyaha. Hei, tanena hasta nanehe. Hida hei, atena hasta nahe. Hida hei, hasta neyata nanahe. Ee, kayasa. Hena testa ya heteoko. Hena más talerahtena hasta naha. Hida tena hasta heyatena. あなたはヘアテスタケナハヘアテスタケナハテイヤレレヤテナネハヘラレヒヤヘアテナナハハレラテヒヤテナネヤハヘラレヤシタレヤテノマネナハ Eta